everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, which takes our so hot that you could melt ice with them. It's the Pens and Stuff podcast. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Jim. And, and we're uh, sans Abby again. Yep, Abby decided to ditch us once more. Well, which we're used to now, fam- family. She's she's it's, doing something for family, so I, that's important. I, I don't, I don't, I don't care. We're family, <laughs> are we not? We are. But so I don't know. Seems it's, like it's uh, it's your grandma, dude. I, you know what? <laughs> I, well, I can't say she's had longer with Abby because she's had the same amount of time with Abby as I have. But we're here. We are. Um, <clears throat> uh, we're here to talk about a underwhelming week for the Penguins once again. And okay, so I've got uh, real quick before we uh, before we get into anything, I have something I would like to say. Uh oh. Last week you defected to the idea that the Penguins were not going to you know make the playoffs. I'm and, right there with you now. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Okay. I, I've defected. I've defected. I'm I, I I am known on the podcast as the eternal optimist. You are on the podcast. You are. And this now and now that optimism. and now that you are now that you are on my side with this, I have a feeling that uh one of two things is gonna happen. Either they're gonna tank hard or yeah. they're gonna come back like gangbusters. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what? If my doubt is what it takes to get the Penguins to kick it into another gear and start, you know, yeah, playing hockey, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I will gladly play the fool. I, I'm I'm somewhat okay with that too. But uh, based yeah. on what we've seen over the last, well, let's see, October, November, December, January, February, five months. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it's going to happen. But you know, could it? Yes, absolutely. This team has an, this team has enough talent to turn it around. Uh, they do. Is it going to happen? Maybe. Yeah, I doubt There's it. Hope. There's hope. There's always hope, right? Nah. Yes, there's always hope. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, things can turn it around. The Penguins only have about like. 28 games left, 29 games left of the season, which is wild to me because it feels like it just started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's Whoa. very true. When did this happen? This is what happens when I'm not on social media. Uh-oh. We have acquired Emil Benstrom from the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for Alex Nylander in a conditional 2026 sixth round draft pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that okay. happened yesterday. I mean, I didn't see this, so I apologize. But I like that trade. It's not. It's not bad. I'll, I'll, I mean, Benstrom is small, so I mean that doesn't really fix our size problem. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like it. I mean, Nylander for some reason could never crack the the lineup. Yeah, and 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 I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, and again, is it's hard to say if this is a if this is a move to get better now or to get better later. Do you, no, under, you understand what I'm saying? So it's interesting. We have a, we have a bit that we're going to do here in a little bit um, on uh, five guys uh, in the Penguins organization now that um, could move before the deadline. Uh, and where they might go. So um, I'm going to say some of that for later. But uh, honestly, I think that I think that the the state of the of the team at this point 
is such that I don't know if you you've been you've had a busy week, so you probably didn't see Dubis's uh, press conference. I mean, I'm I'm just reading it right now. Yeah, he was very he was very um, guarded with some of the things that he said, but I don't think there's anybody that's off limits with the exception of maybe the, the core three. And even then, I mean, I know, I, don't I like know the Latang contract. I, I really don't. I know. I know. I'm with I you. I wouldn't mind seeing him move on, but, but, but also the, I, I'd say the only guy that I would have huge issues with dealing is Sidney Crosby just because yeah, it's Crosby and he means so much to the team. Right. And I, I was, I, as I was this morning, I was working on the, right up for the the top 45 of the last 45 and there there are again a lot of guys who played on the wings at a point on the penguins at a point and on the oilers at a point and Mm -hmm. a couple other teams and i'm like colorado i'm like those those teams have pedigree like those are teams that so i i'm i'm not upset with the penguins going through this because i know players want to play in pittsburgh like this team this despite going through what they did in the eighties right in the in the early two thousands there this this organization players want to play for it like that that's true players will players will say I'm going to Pittsburgh because one they give a chance to win and so it's not like we're never going to be good again until we win no. a lottery draft pick again. I think this team has done enough to stay afloat. It's one of the top to be moderate ten, I'd say top five franchises in the league in terms of history and players want to be there. It's not an original six team, but Chicago no. was garbage for like 20 years before they got Kane, Taves and Keith. And so, so like, go ahead, go ahead. So, so, so I was, I was trolling X uh, Twitter yesterday, uh, not yesterday, the day before. And um, looking at some of the comments from some of the, the Penguins fans about what's the state of the team. Um, one person uh, replied to a comment with something that really kind of caused me to go, hmm. And what they, what they were basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing here, was that remember, fans, that the reason that we're in the situation we're in now is because of the success that we've had in 2016 and 2017 that the success of those teams made it so that we didn't have the opportunity to draft high to get good players to fill our farm system. We emptied our farm system basically to win those two cups. And as a result that, that, you know, the, the guys coming up, we didn't, and, and we had, uh, and I'll, I'll add to that. And I'll say too that, we had very poor general management uh, in the last five years, uh, six years. Um, I think. I think twenty eighteen. I think twenty eighteen could have been another cup year if uh, Jim Rutherford had made some some smarter moves than he did. Um, yeah, but he didn't, and so here we are. And, and it's once you're up there, um, if you have guys who have have the the guts to um, make make the trade or or do what needs to be done, then um, 
you're not, you have the potential of, of staying high. But once you start down that slippery slope, uh, you can crash pretty hard. And that's what I think we're seeing the Penguins do uh, at the end of last year and throughout this season. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. And it's, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. Would I give up those cups to, to, you know, maybe keep some players? No, no, I would not. So, you know, we'll gladly, we'll gladly take our, what is the word? Championships. Take the championships and run, you know, and deal with what's up ahead. And honestly, I look at this team and it'll be interesting just to see what Dubas does, but I kind of like having Dubas for this rebuild. And, and if we don't make the playoffs this year, I would not mind just selling the farm and being like, okay, guys, we're, we're done. Cause you're not going to win a cup with this big three. We know this, you need more play. You need, they're old and they're done. Yeah. Well, and let's, so, and let's face it. We kind of lucked out with Gensel, Rust, Sherry. Yeah. Um, Sherry was big. A lot of those Josh guys. Archibald was big on that second yeah. cup run. A lot of, a lot of those guys who were kind of role players. Yeah. To, and again, going back in in my opinion, the trade that screwed us over and has screwed the Jack Johnson. That is the big one. Jim Rutherford brought Jack Johnson in, gave him all that money. Yeah. What the I mean, heck are you doing? We're, we're still paying that off. Yeah. Yeah. We still got what? Two years on that this year and next. Yeah. Yeah. And the Phil Kessel one was big too. I think. Yeah, we could have gotten some more out of him, but him and him and Sully did not get along, did not see eye to eye. No. So, so I, how much of that one was Sully? How much of that one was Jimmy? I don't know. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter. It is what it is. This is where we are. We'll do. We're, with we're it. here. Yeah. So for sure, we'll take our take our medicine. But uh, looking into this this week now, uh, uh, we I have said to? we would win all six games. Did not happen. Again. Six six points. You said we'd get six points. Well, yeah, when all yeah, not win six games. When I said three, you did. They got two. They got three. Uh, they beat. They beat Montreal. Did they get three? Oh yeah, they lost. Yeah, good job, good job. Kudos, kudos. Give them a round of applause. Okay, uh, that's enough of that. The Penguins <laughs> had a game on uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Thursday. They lost to the Kings two yep. to one, which yep. was on Yager night. So the Florida Panthers one was not Yager night. Yeah, it yeah. was. The LA night, I, Sunday night. I watched that tribute to him. It was very well done. I mean, they did but it the like penguins. Penguins do such a good oh, job do. with that. They do. They did. They did it like do. uh, I think it was like an hour or an hour and a half before yeah. the actual game. And so, like yeah, the, the all the fans were there already, which was really oh, awesome. They opened. They opened the the state. You know, the ticket holders got to come in and and yeah. see the thing. And then it was like another. Yeah. 45 minutes before the guys came out for, for warmies and Yager came out for warmies. Oh, he did. That was so awesome. (laughs) I love that. I love that. They threw on, they were playing in the retro jerseys. So the, the the Pittsburgh cross, which is what didn't they wear those when he was captain? Yep. Yep. They had this, they all had the Sion. They all had the Yager. I love when they do that. They do that for any, like they did it with Lars Eller when he hit a thousand games, did it with Crosby and Gino when they both hit it. Yeah. Tanger probably has Tanger played a thousand games. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And just yeah, it's it's so a cool I thing love when they do that. They all had mullies on too. Yeah, they did. That was hilarious. 
That made me laugh. They had a lot of fun with that. And it's about time that Yager got retired. I don't know why he hasn't been retired earlier. Like, well, he hadn't st- he's still playing. He is still oh, were playing. They until they've st- he stopped playing. He's still playing in 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 Czech Czech Republic. Yeah. yeah. So So he came out. Sorry, tangent. He was at practice with them the day before the game. Yep. And he was running the first power play with them. And I was like, maybe that's the spark we need. Bring back 50-year-old Yager to play. Sign him, sign him, sign him for a week. He would play veteran minimum. Sign him for the rest of the freaking season, dude. Yeah. He would play veteran minimum. No doubt. That would, what a story that would be too. That would have been awesome. He would have to run first line, put him on the fourth line. I mean. Yep. Yep. And just let him come out and take OV one timers. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Anyway, they lost in heartbreaking fashion against Kings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then Tuesday. So so tell hold on, hold on. Tell me okay, how talk about the Kings game. Go ahead. Tell go me ahead. how in the heck Rant. you give up a shorthanded goal. That's it, 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 I want to go back to the be, very beginning of the season, preseason episode where we talked about the Eric Carlson trade. Do you mm. remember what I said scared me more than anything? That he's basically another thing. That that this team was going to give up a ton of shorthanded goals on the power play. Eric Carlson last year, he had that, what was it? 102 points or something like that, but he was a minus. Yeah. Okay. That to me, look, if you're scoring 102 freaking points and you're a minus, and, and 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 not yeah. a not a small minus. I think he was like minus twenty something. That's yeah. like, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. And 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 look, Eric Carlson. He's a great player, but defensively, I mean, he's he's a sieve. And I didn't I didn't see the the whole game. I saw that play. And I'm I'm not gonna blame any one person, but that should never have happened. That should never ever have happened. But yeah, yeah I ranted. I'm done. Let's move on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I I believe I said he was on a terrible team, and so he came over, and now he's on another terrible team. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. What are you going to do? He's only really ever been on a really good team once, and that was the the Ottawa Senators team that they lost to Pittsburgh in the finals. You know, made it to the conference they lost finals. To Pittsburgh and decided to sell the farm for some reason. That was a wild, <laughs> wild time to be alive. Yeah, like they 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 made it to the conference finals, and then they're like, "Carlson, you go to San Jose. Uh, we're not going to resign our uh, goaltender, JG Pajot." Like, yeah, it's like what? Yeah, it was it was odd. It was odd. But uh, anyway, yeah, they did that. Uh, they were up one nothing until like five minutes left in the game, and then gave up two yeah. goals. Uh, yeah. And then they kind of did the opposite here against the Islanders. They gave up. I think they were down four to one. Um, right. Three to one, four to two. Okay, they were down four to two, and uh, came back to force overtime. Yep. And then this overtime goal is so boneheaded. 
and I don't understand it. They basically opened up the slot, Crosby did, and Pelic just came down and sniped it. Yep. And you'd you'd like to have that one back if you were, I think Jari was in net. But also, you expect your your back-checking guys, because it was a one-on-two. The Penguins had two guys back. Yeah. And, no, Ned was in that. Okay. And you, you you can't give that one up. So, yeah. But they did come back to win it. It was, it was luck because O'Connor scored the GWG, or the game-tying goal, not game-winning goal, sorry. Yeah. And it goes off the skate of the defenseman into the net. And you're just like, we'll take the bounces. So I was watching it on my phone and they scored their third one. I was like, well, it's not over yet. So I pulled up my laptop to watch it. And when I turned it on and it got like buffered because ESPN plus on the laptop is don't get me started. <laughs> it, it took a while. And then, well, not a while. It was like five minutes. And I was like, Oh, they scored another one. Cause I saw, you know, the, the fist bump line and Claire was like already my wife. And I was like, apparently. <laughs> so it was four or five. I was like, I'll take it. I wish I could see it, but I'd take it. And then the replay, I was like, Oh, that was luck. But anyway, this one was a frustrating one for most of the game. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I mean, they got a point out of it, but again, the Islanders are a team that you're chasing. You can't give them points. No, you can't. So, um, they've, they've got, they've got to start winning games in regulation, especially as you look at the, the upcoming schedule, we got this West coast swing this week, but you're playing Philly. That's a team that's ahead of you. You're going to be playing, uh, Washington. You're going to be playing Columbus. Uh, Columbus isn't ahead of you, but Washington is no, but Columbus is one that you have to win. You need those two points. Yep. Yep. And if you don't get those two points, you're going to be screwed. So yep. Uh, yeah, March, we're dead. <laughs> I'm just looking at this March schedule. Hey, but like we said last week, this is the, the March of the Penguins. Yeah. So it, either it, we're dead or there's life and we're in a wild card spot after after March. Dude, I, I'm you know, the standings here, we are eight points is that right? Eight points, uh, seven points out of a, of a wild card spot, uh, eight points out of the first wild card spot, and nine points out of that third spot in the Metropolitan Division. So that I mean, that is, is not out of the play out of it. It's not, but fifty four games played out of eighty two. So there's twenty eight more games, right? Yeah. Is that right? Am I doing the math right? Um, so that's a potential of 56 more points games left, 28 games left. So that's 56 more points available. Yeah. I mean, you got to think you got to win at least 60 to, to 80% of those games to get in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We're, we're, we've got our, yeah, I mean, we've got our work cut out for them. I don't, I don't believe, you know, if, I don't know. I don't know. This is just, <sighs> what do you do? What are you going to do? No, I mean, we've given up hope, so it's, it's fine. It's whatever. We're not, we're not upset. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we, on, on uh, Thursday, we, have, we yeah. beat, beat the, the Habs 4-1. to one. So, you know, it was a win. Yep. We take it. Yep. We run with it. Yep. We hopefully 
push, you know, I could see us very well getting six points this week because we got Philly, we got Vancouver, and we got Seattle. Really? All of which, really? You're, I'm sorry. I, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around Vancouver being really, really good this year and Philly being really, really good this year. But Philly is without Carter Hart for the foreseeable future because he's a perv and a douchebag. Uh, <laughs> and uh, sorry. Wow. Uh, got nothing good to say about Carter Hart. How, how do you really feel there, Andrew? I mean, I guess, you know, innocent until proven guilty, but he's guilty. Uh, <laughs> so, so Philly, you know, is kind of floundering wow. at the point i mean there where's philly here they're five four and one in their last 10 and not really great at home so and we have them oh no we have them at our house so they could be they could win um yeah but that's on sunday then vancouver in vancouver on the 27th and then in seattle on the 29th seattle mid vancouver pretty good uh believe it or not which is so weird how they flip the switch and now they're Vancouver at, with Boston as the best team in the league. Vancouver what? is really good. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, I'm, I'm going to say it now. How about this game losing streak? So look at this, look at this wild card race. St. Louis is in that second wild card spot right now. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. We yeah. thought St. Louis was done I mean, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, not only did we think they were done, but I believe uh, I had them bringing up the rear of the the the, the division the central? in my preseason predictions. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, just shows you how wrong we are. <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. I don't know. What whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay. So that's the week that was. Um, do we want to do grades? Oh, excuse me. I had them second in the central, uh, on the bottom, not in the, the top. But uh, I had Chicago on the bottom. I also had Vancouver on the bottom of the Pacific. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go, dude. Uh, there you yeah, go. So uh, grade for the week for the Penguins. I'll start F. <laughs> yeah, that uh, shorty. That shorty against uh, Los Angeles is bad. Um, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a complete failure. You still got three points out of six. Um, so I would, I would say a D, maybe a D plus. Yeah. I'm being a little, being a little aggressive just because I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I understand. I, you, you can't understand how dumb I am. I, 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 I had believe a sliver me. of hope last week. I had a sliver of hope last week and I was like, you know what? We can go. We can, we should have beat the Kings. We should have beat the Islanders and mm-hmm. we should have beat the Habs. We beat the Habs. We should have almost, we almost beat the the Islanders. Islanders and we should have beat the Kings. So like, yeah. and, but we didn't. No, we did we, not. I mean, I'm pretty sure we, we outplayed the Kings in most of that game. So you are what your record says you are. Yep. And right and we now are we are mid. garbage. So, well, not garbage. D's We're pro- mid. D's, okay. Mid D's about right. Probably. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So prediction for this week, I'm going to say six points again, just because I need to be right. One of these times. So, <laughs> Um, and I think we do have a pretty good chance at beating. I think we match up with the the, the Vancouver Canucks very well. I do too. And Seattle and, uh, should be a win. The Seattle should be a win, and we've owned the Flyers. Like not this year, but in the past we have. So I'm I'm hoping we, you know, uh, go back to a semblance of what we have been. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And we're, we're edging ever closer to my weekend in Pittsburgh, which I'm very excited about. So that is exciting. I just hope we can beat the Rangers. Cause if we lose, but we have never, I've never been to a Penguins game in which they've lost. So my record precedes me. We're going to beat them. So, so right now we are one and two against Philly this year. This is our last game against Philly. Really? Already in yep. February? Yep. Come on, schedule makers. That's a, that's a, well, we played yeah, him. Man. We played him kind of on a home to home and home December 2nd and December 4th. Oh yeah. I do remember that. And we lost in a shootout to them, uh, four to three on the second. And then we lost to them in overtime on December 4th. Okay. So technically we're one Oh and two against them. That's true. That's true. So we've, um, we've taken, but points. we we've lost both of those games. We took two points out of them, but then we beat them four to one in January. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is we've outplayed them for the majority of the games. They've just not gone our way. Well, yeah. And I think in that, in that overtime, well, that shootout game, that was the game where uh, Tort, Tortorella put the extra guy on, knowing that even though even though he's given yeah. up the power play, yeah. we're not scoring on him. No, he knew, he knew that the Penguins were more of a threat, even strength, than they were on the power play. That's what he, that's yeah. what he knew, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, yeah. it should be interesting to see what happens also, Philly Here. plays today, Saturday, and tomorrow, Sunday against the Penguins. So they play the Rangers today, Penguins tomorrow. So who's in who's in net for the Flyers tonight? Do we know? I would assume they're better goaltender. Kata to Hot. be honest. Like or Urson. Probably Peterson. I think. Um, all right. Well, they don't have, they don't have, they don't have the, they don't, they haven't said yet. Yeah. Ryan Paling leads the team in plus minus. That's a guy. I don't understand why we let go. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Because he's so good. Like he was a great bottom line guy and he was young and he was fast. Like, oh, maybe it is Erson. Uh, he the, seems to be their the, starter. Yeah. The goalie comparison right here says Sam Erson. So, okay. I don't know who their well, who's their backup goalie. Cal Peterson. Okay, that's probably who we'll see then tomorrow, right? And that's okay because he's two one and oh, 11 goals against. He's got a three GAA and a eight ninety save percentage, but that means he's gonna play like prime Marty Brodeur against yeah. the Penguins and shut us out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's generally what happens, isn't it? Yeah. All righty, there we go. Well, uh, let's take a break here, uh, here from DraftKings Sportsbook, and then we'll be back with Best 45 of the Last 45. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets some of their lines look like this and these are some of that i love i love the chicago blackhawks at plus one and a half goals this saturday at minus 148 and the washington capitals at minus one and a half goals at 
plus 205. I also love the Dallas Stars to win the West this year on a futures bet at plus 500. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Random Crap We Want to Talk About Today, where we are doing the best 45 of the last 45. Basically, it's a list of the best 45 players of the last 45 years. Uh, Because why not? We can, and we wanted to. Well, That's I wanted right. to. Everyone else was just forced to come along for the ride. That's true. And uh, it is. And we're in the top 10, which is wild because this started back at the new year. Yes, it did. And uh, very fun. So uh, we got, I don't know if I want to run through the whole list again, but we started with Chris Letang and we finished at number 11 with Alexander Ovechkin. Um, Yep. <laughs> so uh, a lot of a lot of guys in there. Yeah. There's a lot of players. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't feel like running through them. But I feel like the Red Wings have the most representation in this, just because they've been so good for the last. Well, they were so good from like '90s on. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys on this list who at one point played for. Yes. Detroit, like Hashik yeah. and Hosa. You know, so yeah, a lot of these Patrick guys. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Kane, <laughs> Brandon Shanahan. Yep, yep. Austin Matthews probably sometimes. <laughs> Maybe who knows? Probably. Uh, but today we got number ten through number six for you. Um, All right, looking forward to it. Looking at some of these guys, you know, they probably could have gone a little bit lower, but it's the list, so the list is final, and I can't switch them up now because. It'd be weird to be like, actually, Alex Ovechkin's at nine now and not 11. <laughs> I'd be like, what the heck? What's going on here? Okay. So, number 10 of the top 45 of the last 45 is Yari Curry, Mr. Jofa Bucket himself. So, nice. um, this is one of the guys that I was like, he probably should have been lower simply because he read the coattails of Mario, or not Mario, Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky yeah. the entire time. Yep. Uh, but he played on five teams in 17 years. I think it was Oilers, the Kings, the Mighty Ducks, and a couple other guys. I didn't write them down. I apologize. Um, five teams in 17 years. Uh, uh, he had 797 goals and 601 assists to total 1,398 points in 1,251 games, so over a point per game for his career. Uh, it's he amazing. Made the, uh, five, 
first all-star teams or like, yeah. And won a lady being in 84, 85. He had four seasons of 50 or more goals and six seasons of more than a hundred points. Postseason wise, he made it 15 years out of the possible 17 playing a clean 200 games. Um, his stats look like 106 goals, 127 assists for 233 points. He's a five-time Stanley cup champion winning them all with Edmonton in 83-84, He also lost one Stanley Cup with the Los Angeles Kings when Wayne Gretzky was there too. So he kind of like just followed Gretzky. So Yeah, that was in 93. Seems- that was that was in 93 yep. um against Patrick Waugh and the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, remember that name? Uh yeah. <laughs> so uh uh, yeah, he, he makes it to the top 10. Like I said, Ovi could probably be ahead of him, so it might be a little fluid. May change here down the road, but that's where he is now. Number nine, another Detroit Red Wing, Nicholas Lindstrom. Oh, there he is. He's big. He's right there in the middle. Yeah. I don't know why he's so he's large. He's so large. <laughs> so large. It's like he's getting ready to it's swallow like- Chris Chelios right there. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, or, or yeah, I mean, his eyes are kind of looking towards maybe Larry Murphy or Brett Hull. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm coming for you. Look out there, guys. He's coming for you. Uh, but Nicholas Lindstrom played 20 years in the league, all for your Detroit Red Wings. Not my Detroit uh, Red Wings. Mine. Uh, <laughs> 1,142 points as a D-man. Uh, divided as 264 goals, 878 assists. He won 12. He made it to 12 all-star teams. He won seven Norris trophies and a Conn Smythe award in 01, 02. And if you remember, that was with the, the team that had like a butt ton of guys on this list. Like, yep. yep. I think Hashik was on that team. Yep. Uh, uh, who else? Brandon Shanahan, Dupuis, Iserman. Iserman. And yet he won the Conn Smythe. I just think that's pretty impressive as yep. a D man. Uh, yep. I like to look at plus minus for the D men. Um, and in Lindstrom's case, he has a plus minus for his career of plus 450. And That's he only huge. had one season where he was under plus five in the plus minus, and that was a dash two, um, I think, in 2009-10. Uh, postseason-wise, he made it every year he was in the league, playing in 263 postseason games, putting in 40, 54 goals and 183 assists, not for 483 points for... 237 points. Quick math. He won the Stanley Cup four times, all with the Red Wings, 96-97, uh, 97-98, 01, 02, and 07, 08. Lindstrom also lost two, one in 94-95 against the New Jersey Devils, and another in 08-09-2. Who could that be? The Pittsburgh Penguins. So Lindstrom's there. He's a household name. He's yep. probably one of the best Red Wings to ever play the game, obviously, because he's the top penguin on this list, or Red Wing on this list. Sorry. There you go. And anyway, number eight, Patrick Wall. There he is. He is a three-time Vesna Trophy winner, a five-time William M. Jennings, a six-time first-team All-Star, and during his 19 years in the NHL, he put up 551 wins, 315 losses. 551 wins. Did I say that, or did I say 100? I, I don't know. 551 wins, 315 15 losses, well, 131 ties, OT losses, or shootout losses, a goals against of 2.54, and a save percentage of 910.910. He also posted 66 shutouts. He made it 17 years into the or out of 19 in the postseason. Uh, he played 247 games with a stat line of 
151 wins, 94 losses, and a GAA of 2.30, and a save percentage of 0.918. He's a four-time Stanley Cup champion and a three-time Conn Smythe Trophy winner as a goaltender. Amazing. He only played on two different teams, the Habs and the the Avs. The Habs and the Avs. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as you know, I love long-standing players with teams, and therefore Patrick was at eight. Not only because of that, because of everything on the what that I said, but that helps. Number seven, Penn's legend, Paul Coffey. There he is. Twenty-one years in the league, eight exclamation mark different teams. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> if, you, if you if you know me, I'm not a big fan of guys who travel, but Paul Coffey, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah, he made it to the finals seven times, seven times, but he only won four. So. I don't know, but he made them. Three with the Edmonton Oilers and one with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, he also lost one with the Oilers, one with the Red Wings, and one with the Flyers. It's funny. So the Red Wings won. He lost. Uh, he, he lost. And then the year after he went to the Flyers, made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, lost to the Red Wings. I just, yep. I, I think it's so funny when that happens. Yep. Kind of like a Marion Hossa thing. But yep. less funny because Marion Hossa had that jab to the Penguins. Anyway. Yes. Uh, he's over a point per game in the playoffs, having 196 points in 194 games as a D-man. So, impressive. Regular season-wise, he made he played 1,409 games. He put up 396 goals and 1,135 assists for 1,531 points, averaging over a point per game in the regular season as well. He has a plus-minus of plus 53, so a little worse defensively, kind of like an Eric Carlson-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Over his career, he played with the Edmonton Oilers, the Detroit Red Wings, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Los Angeles Kings, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay, so I didn't have Boston or Toronto down there. Yep. Or Chicago. No, he didn't play for Toronto. He never played for Toronto. Uh, you have him on here. That's not Toronto. I'm yeah, sorry. I was say. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Yeah. Detroit, Hartford, Philly, Chicago, Carolina, Boston. Those are totals because there was a couple of seasons where he played in two. Where he, where he was traded. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So I was right with the eight teams. I just didn't have them down. Okay. All right. So that's Paul Coffey. Uh, I know many of you say might say he should be lower. He may be overhyped. He played on eight different teams, Andrew. You don't like that. Whatever. He's number seven. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I don't. I, I, this is my list. It's his list. I'm gonna make it. Yep. And number six. It's my list. Back off, guys. Ray Bork. I can't disagree with that. Nope. Ray Bork played on only two teams his entire career. Yep. So that's all you need to know. That's why he's number six. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 21 years with the Boston Bruins and a year and a half. Well, I guess it's 20 and a half with the Boston Bruins and one and a half with the Colorado Avalanche. Um, In these, two, in these 22 years, he put up 1,579 points in 1,612 games. He scored 410 goals, assisted on 1,169 goals, he also had, well, yeah, he had 100, 1,169 assists. I don't know why I put it that way. He also has a career plus minus of plus 527. Hello. Personally, he won, he made it to 19 first all star teams, one Calder in 7980, which is when this list starts. So he was the first Calder trophy on the, you know, anyway, five Norris trophies and a King Clancy Award in 91 92. Postseason wise, he made it to the playoffs all but one year of his 22 years. He won one Stanley Cup in his final season in the league with the Colorado Avalanche. Yep. And then sailed into the sunset 
He yep. also lost two with the Boston Bruins. All in all, Ray Bork deserves his place on the list. And that ends our time here in the, the top 45, the last 45. There you go. We got Yari Curry, uh, Nick Lindstrom, Paul Coffey, Ray Bork, and Patrick Wall. So one so, forward, three defensemen, and a goaltender. So I'm looking, I'm looking at the silhouettes of the last five, the guys on the <laughs> yeah. top. I know who yeah. four of them are. I know beyond a doubt who four of them are. The oh, other yeah. one, the other one is giving me some trouble, but I, I, I think I'm okay. Know. Who, who, give me the guesses. I'll cover up my face. So I can't, I can't okay. give it away. Okay. Well, I think you got Lemieux and Gretzky, Sid, Obviously. Sid and Marty Brodeur. I think those are the four that I uh-huh. know. Yeah. The other one, I'm not sure. I can't tell if he's wearing like Ranger gear or I'm, I know it's not a goaltender. He's, he's a defenseman or a forward. Um, yeah. I don't It'd know. It'd be wild for me to have like Keandre Miller or Adam Fox. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if that's Messier. I don't know. Maybe. We'll find out next week. We will find out next week. Be back here. Also, check out our blog. Yes. I don't know what it is. I think it's Pens and Stuff blog at wordpress.com uh so website in the works guys i'm just trying to figure out how to add this domain that we bought pensionstuffpod.com to this website we bought it through wix wix is being difficult with me transferring it because they want me to pay to put it on their website it's a whole thing but we're working on that we're gonna have merch we're gonna have and then you can just click it's a one-stop shop okay you can you can go to the website there's gonna be the podcast right there there's going to be some merch. There's going to be about, uh, and then you, and then there'll be a link to take you to the blog because we can't post blogs on this website. It's a free website place that allows you to build merch. Shout out fourthwall.com. If you're an influencer or have a podcast, go out there. Um, I do the movie men and men podcast merch through there. I do my and getting initiative stuff through that. There. So just, yeah, it's coming. Be patient. It'll be there, but you can go check out the blog. It has this on it. If you go to my Twitter at Andy August one, Augustine one, It'll be the top link there. You just click it. It'll take you to the WordPress to the top 55, 45 of the last 45. I put all my notes on there with some pretty dope pictures too. So sweet. Uh, go check that out. But that's all for random crap we want to talk about. But we have some trade deadline game that we want to do. Uh, Jim, why don't you explain it? You, you're the host for this. So go okay. ahead. Um, so as I was kind of doing a little bit of research for the podcast this week, um, Five guys came to mind, and again, I think I, I think I saw this like on a on a uh, a video that I saw where they were talking about possible trades that Pittsburgh could make if they're like selling off pieces. And uh, five of those names came up, and um, I was looking at them, and I was like, "Dang, you know, there there's some interesting uh, names here." So <clears throat> I have five guys from the Penguins that could be traded before the deadline. Um, and then I'm going to give three possible destinations for each guy. And Andrew's going to tell me whether it is uh, possible or likely, likely, um, unlikely, or a long shot. Right? Is that what we said? Dark horse, uh, likely, likely, dark horse. Likely, dark horse, or long shot. Long shot, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the the first one first, and this one's probably pretty obvious, even though he's got an injured wrist, Jake Gensel. Um, There's a lot of talk that he is still um, being taught, like 
teams are calling Dubis to talk to him about Jake. Um, and so the, as I look at it, I think there's basically three teams in the, it, it, I mean, there's, there's about six teams that are likely to, to try and get Jake, but here yeah. are the three top teams. I think, uh, that could really use Jake Ensel. The first one is Carolina hurricanes. Okay. The second is the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. And the third mm-hmm. is the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. So for, for me, uh, so likely Edmonton Oilers, they, they're, they're doing well. Their coach is awesome. He flipped the right switches and now they're playing like elite team, which is great. Cause they're my West pick. Um, I actually have some money on them. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. uh, you know, code THPN get some free bonus bets. Anyway, uh, uh, so Edmonton likely on uh, dark horse would be the Carolina hurricanes. I don't know if Dubas is the kind of guy to trade interdivisional. I know that's kind of been like a thing of the past, you know, pl- players will trade to whoever is giving up the most, you know, mm-hmm. to get a player. So right. like Carolina approaches us, you know, Seth Jarvis and two first rounders. Sure. I'll give you Jake Ensel, and I'll throw in a conditional third. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say, say them as a dark horse and then long shot Carolina or Detroit. Yeah. Simply because I don't know if they're going to be in a position to make the playoffs. Now, if they are, if they somehow, you know, mosey on up to like third in the wild card race, I could see Iserman being like, Hey, Jake's free. Let's send, we'll take Mort cider off your hands and we'll call it a day. But uh, not really. Mort cider's Detroit is in that first wild card spot right now. Are they really? They really are. Well, okay. I still think they're probably the dark, the long dark shot course to get Jake Gensel. But okay, yeah, that's 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 that. I I do like I think Edmonton. However, as a Penguins fan, I don't like the thought of you know what does Edmonton have to give me for Jake Gensel? I don't know if they have a lot. You know? Yeah. So. Okay. Moving on. Um, the next the next guy on my list here is Brian Rust. And uh, three possible destinations for Brian uh, would be Colorado, Vegas, and again, Detroit. Let's see here. Vegas, Colorado, and Detroit. Likely Vegas. He seems to fit that mold of what they, they do. They take, you know, mid-line guys and make them great. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Riley Smith, Jared Josh, Jonathan Marshall, so uh, Mark Stone, you know. Uh, so I would say Vegas as likely. Dark Horse, Colorado. Um, I know Colorado's a bit strapped for cash, and Brian Rust is making, I think it's like $5 million for the next four or five years. So Brian Rust would be... You know, do you, the, the question would be for Joe Sackick and that team, like, do you want to pay Brian Russ that much money when you're going to have to pay Kale McCarr eventually? You're going to have to pay all these guys. But Colorado does have the assets to get Brian Russ. Like, we'll take Bowen Byram off your hands, and we'll send you Brian Rust and another defenseman. You know, like, I like Bowen Byram, and he, it would be the, the, the salaries would match there. And then, again, Dark Horse or... Long, Long shot, shot Detroit. Okay. All right, cool. Just because 
I don't know. This none of these none, Brian Russ doesn't seem to fit in Detroit. That's my okay. That's fair. That's my take. All right. Um, number three on my I list here is, believe it or not, Eric Carlson. Does he go? No. Yeah. yeah three yeah, yeah, three yeah. three teams that could use some defensive help. Which how much help is a guy who's a minus twenty five going to give you? Uh, <laughs> um, you've got yeah. Ottawa. But it's the cache of Eric Carlson. Right. So it's Ottawa's one. Philadelphia is another. And then Vancouver. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is hard. Uh, Vancouver. Oh, man. Uh, Okay. Let's start. Long shot. You said Vancouver, Philly. Ottawa. Ottawa. Long shot, Ottawa. Really? I don't think Ottawa is in the position to be making a move like that. Hmm. Okay. Like, no, that's fair. Bottom of bottom of your division. Not sure if you're going to make it or not. Why trade for Eric Carlson? He'll be eating up cap. You have a lot of younger players that are going to eventually need a payday. That's true. That's true. And Eric Carlson's an older player. So I think it would set back that kind of rebuild that Ottawa would now would it be a fun story Eric Carlson going back to Ottawa absolutely sure but would it make sense for Ottawa that way yeah no uh dark horse dark horse Philly I don't I don't know if Philly would trade with or Pittsburgh would trade with Philly just because it's Philly and Pittsburgh yep now it makes a lot of sense for Philly to go all in this year. Like you're good. Will you get lightning in a bottle again like this? I don't know. Like genuinely, I don't know. And I'm not, that's not a bash against Philadelphia in any way. I'm trying to be as, you know. Sure. No, I got it. Like, yeah. But will you make it again? I don't know. And you're a great story. I love it. Does it pain me a little bit as a Penguins fan? Yes. Yes. But so, and then I guess Vancouver makes the most sense to go after him. You're, you're, you're top in your division. Why not go all out? Do you really need another offensive defenseman? Not really, but would it be awesome? Yeah. Do you have the assets to send Pittsburgh's way? Yes. Jim Rutherford, Pittsburgh, good, good relationship there. Yep. So, yep. And it does kind of seem like a move that Jimmy would make a older veteran making <laughs> yeah. a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, line. that's so. probably what makes that more likely than anything else in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. okay. Number four, uh, this is going to seem weird probably, but I'm going to throw it out anyway. If you say Cindy Crosby, I'm going to no. end the zoom call right now. Jeff Carter. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So this, this one actually makes a lot of sense. It's so the older three veteran on an end of a year deal. Right. Sorry. So the three, the three teams that just kind of came to mind as I was thinking about it, uh, were Carolina, Edmonton and Vegas. All right. Uh, trying to think about the rosters right now. You know what I'll say? I'll say Edmonton as the likely option. I think. Hmm. It, it makes a lot of sense to me that they would go after an older veteran, you know, one year deal. You're not going to give up a lot for him. You know, we'll take a fourth round pick and maybe a, you know, middling prospect. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just the prospect uh, or the pick. Uh, they, they just need depth in that organization. It seems like, and Jeff Carter brings a stable fourth line winger. 
I mean, if you try and play him at the center, you're going to be in a world of hurt. Yeah. Um, Carolina will put as a likely option. Well, you uh, already put... Or not a likely, sorry. Dark horse? Dark horse for Carolina. Uh, do they need another older defensive third, fourth line guy? No. I mean, you have Jordan Stahl already. <laughs> it feels like you're just getting a kind of like a Jordan Stahl-esque player, you know? It feels very... And you're getting older. Similar. And you're getting older. And then Vancouver, or not Vancouver, Vegas as the unlikely option. I think if Vegas is going to make a move, it's going to be for not as old of a guy and not a defensive-minded guy. It just feels like they need more more depth scoring. But he can can take those defensive zone face-offs. It's, I mean, (laughs) that right there is the first-round pick. All right. All right, the last one is actually, um, yeah, you're not going to like this one. Um, but number five is either Jari or Nadelkovic. One okay. of no. one of those two guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And possible destinations would be, again, Edmonton, Vegas, yeah. and then Seattle. Ooh, ooh, interesting, interesting. See, Vegas has had anyone, some. Vegas has has had some goalie issues. Yes, they have. They've yeah. overcome them. Um, they have. Edmonton always. I mean, their goalie situation yeah, is yeah, for sure. It their, their problem isn't scoring. Their problem is keeping no. the puck out of the net. Yeah, and surprisingly, they're doing well with what they have. So. Yeah, true. Um, if I, if I could add someone, I would say New Jersey. New Jersey needs a solid goaltender like that's their main problem but again you didn't send new jersey and i don't know if pittsburgh would send jari to new jersey so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this is jari and okay i'm gonna say most likely again we're getting boring edmonton uh i i i I can't see so so if if pittsburgh makes trade with one of these guys more than likely you think and it's going to be edmonton who makes the deal there, there has been a lot of noise around Edmonton and Pittsburgh making some sort of deal Agreed. for either Jar, or not Jar, Jake or, and Jake is the main name that's being thrown around. But mm-hmm. again, any of these guys could go to Edmonton. Um, but Jari, yeah, I think Edmonton makes the move there. Uh, Dark Horse, I'd say Seattle. Like, I mean, if Seattle is in a position to make a move, they will. Like okay. make a move into the playoffs, and sure. they'll they'll trade. I have no doubt that Ron Francis will pull the trigger somewhere. Will it be for a goaltender? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but then Vegas is the the uh, long shot, long shot option. They've already got some money locked up in goaltending. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, I, I think it's Aiden Hill and who? Like Leonard, I think is still on their books. Aiden Hill is. Is is he getting paid much? And then who's there? Oh, Jonathan Quick is their backup, isn't he? No, no. no Jonathan, Jonathan Quick's, in Quick's in New York. Is it Lauren Bressois? <laughs> Hang on, I'm I'm getting there. I, I don't, but I don't know if Vegas would actually make a move. move um, Vegas's for... goaltenders, Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson. Oh, Logan Thompson. That's right. Yeah. Both, so think, both of which are unrestricted free agents next year. Yeah, so it wouldn't make sense for them to trade for for Jar because he's he's locked up. 
send one of those guys back. But I, I don't see them do anything. I could see Edmonton making a move. Who would they send back, though? Don't know. I don't know, but could could we yeah. could we get a decent there defenseman <laughs> who actually plays defense? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I mean they got they got Skinner and Picard. Uh, Skinner's making two point six, and Picard's on a rookie deal. Um, Jack Campbell is in the is they're paying him or he Jack Campbell's in the minor leagues and he's still three point eight five against their books. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, who would we bring take back and return? I have no idea. I don't know. They don't have a lot of guys. Evan Bouchard, maybe. Cody CC. Cody CC. <laughs> yeah, there you Daily go. Offensive defenseman Cody CC. There you go. There you go. All, All right. right. Let's get into predictions. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. I could see any one of those guys getting moved up, to be honest. All right. Cool. Um, so, all right, let me get out of this one. Oh yeah, safe. Um, all right, prediction contest from last week. Let me get back up here and see last week. Okay, so last week Andrew uh, took five points total. Abby took three, and I took four. So the standings now are Abby at sixty, Andrew at. 53 and Jim at 57. So, um, yeah, pretty good week for all of us. Uh, as a team, we went 66.7%, uh, um, 10 for 15, which is definitely better than we have been doing as of late. Um, we, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking at a, at a 53.7 total for the year um, as a team. Uh, Andrew's at 48.4%, Abby 54.7, and Jim 58.9. Um, so I'm the best out of all you guys. Is that what you're saying? No. 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 Why? Is this not golf? What? No. Oh, no. Not golf. <clears throat> nice try, though. Nice try, though. Uh, nice you know, try. you get it, You nice get try. points for trying, so that's that's Thank definitely you. good. Um, oh, we got three Pittsburgh games this week? Holy crap. I yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? With the state of the Penguins as they are, we're going to pick Penguin games until they are out. <laughs> the state of the Penguins. <laughs> is, is that fair? I mean, unless it's a Friday or Saturday game, um, we're going we're gonna to pick those games. So uh, the first game this week is Philadelphia at Pittsburgh. Um, Abby, still being in the lead, she sent us in her picks. She's picking Pittsburgh 4-2. to two. You know, I think she should. she gets a penalty for missing two episodes in a row. You think so? I think we subtract 10 points from her total. No. And it. <laughs> uh, no. Um, That's what you get. So Abby picks Pittsburgh four to two. I'm actually picking Philly in this game. Wait, I think, are we not talking about how, sorry, how Andrew got the correct score of a winter classic game or a stadium series game? Yeah. Well, okay. Like, we go ahead. About? Crow for a little bit. Thank you. I'm, I'm just saying uh, we predicted the, you know, Philly and New Jersey game. Yep. New Jersey. I yep. mean, they were technically in New Jersey. So, yeah. Um, and uh, I picked it six to three, New Jersey, and New Jersey won six to three. And it wasn't like, you know, right. some of these correct scores that I've gotten have been like, oh, well, I got Florida Nashville four to one correct. So I guess mine have been 
Seattle, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, four to two, correct score. And you know, I'm just so I'm just saying it wasn't like a, a one to two game. It was a six three. Anyway, no, I'm just proud of that. Go ahead. Good job. Good job. Good job. Okay, so um, our first game this week, Philadelphia Pittsburgh. Abby is picking uh, first because uh, she's in the lead, but she picked. Pittsburgh to win this game four to two. I'm actually picking Philly to win this game. Same score four to two. Andrew, who do you have? Pittsburgh five two. Two. All right. Um, the next game we're picking is on Monday. Uh, Los Angeles Kings at the Edmonton Oilers. Abby has Edmonton winning this game five to three. I'm picking Edmonton to win four to two. Andrew, I have Edmonton four to one. Four to one. Next game is on Tuesday, Vegas at Toronto. Abby's picking Toronto to win this game four to three in overtime. I think Vegas wins this game five to three. Andrew? I think Vegas wins two to one in OT. Two to one overtime. Actually, no, let me take Toronto two to one in OT. Sorry. Fair enough. All right. Um, the next game is Pittsburgh at Vancouver. This is the beginning of their West coast trip. They're playing, uh, four games, uh, on the West coast, Vancouver, Seattle, uh, Calgary and Edmonton. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Pittsburgh at Vancouver, Abby's got Vancouver winning this game four to one. I have Vancouver winning this game five to two. Andrew, who do you have? Huh? I split the difference, Vancouver, 4-2. to All right. And the last game on our list is on Thursday, Pittsburgh at Seattle. Um, Abby has Pittsburgh winning this game 5-4 in overtime. I have Pittsburgh winning this game 3 to nothing. I think uh, Jars is going to get the shutout, or Ned, whoever's in goal. Or Ned. I have Pittsburgh winning 4-3 in OT. 4-3 OT. You and Abby both. Are picking the OT games. Yeah. Same game. Okay. All right. So that's it, folks. That's where we're going this week, week 21. And uh, then Abby and uh, I picked the same winner, right? Except in the Edmonton Kings game. No, you, Kings. no, everybody picked Edmonton in that game. Oh, we did? Yeah. So Abby and I picked you, the same team. You have the same game. same game, same team in every game. We all have the same team. I, I The only difference is I'm picking... Vegas over Toronto and Philly over Pittsburgh. So, so if Abby and I are correct in all the games, yes, we're going to have a great week as a team. Oh yes, this is correct. If we, if we're wrong in a lot of them, we're screwed. <laughs> it's also, also correct. Yeah. Also correct. Well, we'll see what, we'll no. see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll so see. here's, here's the recap. So uh, game one, uh, Sunday, Philly at Pittsburgh. Um, we, uh, Andrew and Abby both pit, picked, Pittsburgh. That's hard to say. Picked Pittsburgh. Picked Pittsburgh. Um, Andrew five to two. Abby four to two. Jim has Philly winning four to two. L.A. at Edmonton. Everybody's picking Edmonton. Uh, Andrew four to one. Abby five to three. Jim four to two. Vegas at Toronto. Andrew and Abby have Toronto two to one in overtime for Andrew. Three to four or four to three in overtime for Abby. Jim's taking Vegas five to three. Pittsburgh at Vancouver. Everybody's got Vancouver. Andrew's got Vancouver four to two. Abby four to one. Jim five to two. And in Pittsburgh at Seattle, everybody's picking Pittsburgh for this game. Andrew four to three in overtime. Abby five to four in overtime. And Jim three to nothing. 
All right. And that will conclude this episode, episode 116, I think, of the Pendulous Podcast. Crazy. Nice. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can on Instagram and Facebook at Pendulous Stuff Podcast. And uh, oh, and also on Twitter at Pen Stuff. Um, you can follow uh, all of our Twitter bios or links are in the description. X, I guess, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, and uh, you know what? what? If mutants become a thing, Elon Musk will be Professor X and just form the X-Men. There you go. Because it's like... <laughs> that was what, so what? random. Where did that Sorry, come no, from? Uh, Claire and I just watched an X-Men movie last night. Oh, okay. There you go. There you so, go. Anyway, uh, it was on my mind and you did the X and I was like, oh, that's... Wow. Anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah so follow us on the the x and uh yeah uh make sure to check out the blog make sure to stay tuned for the website and uh well i mean there'll be a big announcement when the website's up and running so uh until next time i'm andrew i'm jim and for abby let's go pens let's freaking go boys. boys Dun, 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 dun.